This is a message from the emergency alert system. This is not a test. The following message is issued by the request of United States government. Our planet is under attack by an unknown extraterrestrial force. All attempts to stop this attack have failed. Radiation levels have reached lethal limits. Seek immediate underground shelter if possible. Remain inside until you received other instructions from government officials. This is not a test. Welcome to The Pattern is Full, a podcast exploring the unknown. We are your hosts, Dan and Dave. From past to future, we'll take you on a journey of discovery and surprise. Every episode, we'll uncover hidden patterns and extraordinary tales that will question what you know and challenge what you think you know. From ancient mysteries to cutting-edge science, get ready to explore the unknown. So join us as we dive deep into the depths of the metaphysical and unknown. Come along, and let's see what we can discover together. Welcome to The Pattern is Full. I am Dan. I'm Dave. And we're back once again. We're back, baby. Same bat time, same bat channel. Right. Is that even even relevant anymore? I guess channels are a thing still, right? Yeah. The Roku channel. They just don't have numbers anymore. Like my TV don't have numbers. It's just a name. You know, it took me a while when I switched from actual like TV over to a streaming service. Because I didn't have like numbers to go by. I got you. A coworker of mine said that that's why he's not switching from satellite TV to something else. uh, Because he's got to have numbers for his channels. If he looks at like Pluto and, um, maybe even Tubi live TV, it does have numbers on those channels and a scroll just like, uh, you know, direct TV or whatever. Um, so yeah, you can get that if you want it, but, and you can also get it off the air, I guess, with the free off. Oh, yeah, the TV, so. see that, yeah. I, anyway, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It never bothered me. I never even gave it any thought, but they still call some things channels, you know, it's the Roku channel and uh, yeah. whatever else. How, how, um, how old is that statement? That I just said, ain't that from like the original Batman uh, show from the sixties yeah, or something? From the sixties, yeah, same bad yeah. time, that's right. So that yep. um, back when I was a kid, of course, those were all reruns, but they still came on sometimes. Um, yeah, you never see those anymore. I guess. I mean, I haven't seen them in a long time, but I don't have, for say, a regular uh, TV service that you just like flip through channels anymore right. with a bunch of live stuff so they're uh, they they have a lot of that stuff on hbo max or max or whatever it's called now um older dc comic properties warner brothers stuff so yeah. well uh, i guess uh everybody thank you for tuning back into this bat channel at this bat time i guess you can right. listen to it any because we're recording it. Yeah, maybe we should do a live. 
I, we could. I don't know where we'd do it. People would be wanting to know what the heck we were doing. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. Then, yeah. So, um, anyway, um, I think it, we were just here a couple weeks ago, caught y'all up. At that, we had a little, uh, we had a one-week break in between that one, but uh, we're we're back on schedule, I think, now. Lots of talk. Yeah. Lots to talk tons, about. I mean, just tons of stuff going on. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm just like, um, I don't know if I just don't remember being, um, I just don't remember things happening like this. Not strange, weird things like, I don't know, back. I remember like a war from time to time or a country threatening a country or I don't know, you see kidnappings or murders on TV, but just to freaking turn on the nightly news and hear about UFO disclosure coming and uh, UFOs and UAPs in the air and possible uh, alien life living among us. And uh, like, that is just like, you would have been laughed out of the town I grew up in if that yeah. had been a, a thing back. Uh, and you talked about it back then. So, um, Oh yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's, it's, it's so tantalizing. It's like, it's right there. It's just, you know, the door's cracked open. You just can't get it the rest of the way to find out what's actually happening or if they're really going to tell us anything. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we'll start off like we always do and try to hit a um, uh, couple news article. And I'm going to let you go on that one first, man, because I really like your article. It was uh, what you found. Well, it was really I ran across this. Uh, it's dated July 10th. It's on the debrief.org and about the impossible quantum drive that's going to be launched into space in um, scheduled for now for October. I think it was scheduled earlier this year and they had to scrub it at the last minute. But um, this is also what was known as, I believe the M drive, which supposedly defies the laws of um, some of the laws of physics and some of Isaac Newton's um, laws, like the uh, conservation of momentum, because, you know, basically says, that you have to to have something moving, you've got to have some thrust. Something has to push it. But the M drive works not on that concept. It doesn't have any thrust. It doesn't have any propellant. Supposedly, it can use electronics and bounce microwaves off inside this chamber, and that provides thrust of some kind. Not not a lot. I mean, just tiny amounts of thrust. But even if it does that, it's a huge breakthrough, and it could really change the way things work as far as the way things get moved around out in space. It's never going to launch a ship probably, but if you could put it out there and then use that to power, you know, probes out into deep space, you know, they could just keep, uh, keep moving accelerating with that tiny amount of thrust. Uh, So anyway, they're going to launch this in October. And I think the name of the company is rogue. Um, satellites called rogue satellite or the rogue. I don't know if it's the company's like rogue, rogue dynamics or rogue. I missed it. Sorry. 
Um, launch. Right. Anyway, that's coming up. I think it would be really exciting to keep an eye on that and find out what happens. And uh, one one real realistic application, if it does work, is they can put these on those little tiny cube satellites that they use to, you know, like do experiments in space or just um, really small communication satellites, things like that. But it, it, I don't know. I think it's pretty exciting, pretty interesting. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That I mean, that solves a lot of, um, and I and I know really Mars, Mars is far away, but in relativity, relativity to everything else, it's not far away. Right. Uh, I mean, it's far away, but it's not light years away. But right. you're talking part of the problem with going to a place like Mars or something is. Um, the amount of fuel you got to pack to get there and get back. Right. So, you know, you're looking at if, if, if it can, can propel you in space and all you got to worry about is launching and getting through the atmosphere, then, you know, you can send, you could send like drone ships there with fuel on it. And then you'd be powered till you got there. Right. Have enough fuel to have some type of a lander. And then if you'd already sent a drone ship there with a tank of fuel on it, you'd be able to launch back into space and then right. use this engine. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of possibilities there. there. And I, I don't, I, cool. For so far, they don't really know if there's, you know, if it works, it works. You know, if it causes this thing to move, if it causes the satellite to raise or lower in orbit like they're planning on, I mean, that's a huge breakthrough. But then next you'd have to figure out, well, how much, can, you know, how much acceleration or thrust can it create? You know, right. which it might just be a tiny, tiny amount, but still, you know, fuel free, basically. And that's that's for now. I mean, it's like any anything. I mean, it it becomes. Um, it improves when technology improves. Sure. So. But uh, so, debrief.org and the EMM drive on Wikipedia, if you want to look up more about that and read up on how what's coming down the line. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll put that in our show notes on the website. Um, and that is the pattern is full podcast.com. Uh, the, the little news story I had was by. Uh, a guy by the name of Hank Green. Uh, he tweets some. He's got a um, he's got a podcast. I think he's got a YouTube channel. Uh, not a podcast. Uh, uh, TikTok that he does a lot, and then he does um, he does a YouTube channel, I think. But it's it is one thing called uh, Zero Point Energy, which there's a lot of information out there about it. Uh, but basically, he is invited, and I, I guess several members of the public can in, be invited to this European company that says they have developed an electric vehicle that can use this energy, meaning that its batteries are never depleted. Whatever energy it uses, it can also put that back into the batteries to keep them charged. Um, they're supposed to do a demonstration uh, toward the end of this year and hopefully have the car, the vehicle ready for marketing 
by 2025. Right. Uh, and he is on top of it. I would suggest you just check him out on TikTok, listen to some of his videos. There's a lot of other, uh, I just barely scratched the surface with that. There's a lot of other uses for this um, energy. Uh, but anyway, his name is Hank Green. And that's mm. what he goes by on TikTok. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And he's got some insider information. I mean, he must, like I said, I've, I've seen some of his, uh, stuff on YouTube before he's got a blue check mark by his name. So that, that don't mean anything on Twitter anymore, but I still think it means something on like TikTok and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, maybe threads now. I don't know. I, I, I guess, I'll, uh, we'll get around to creating us a threads account, uh, Maybe this weekend. So uh, the Pattern oh, yeah. Podcast have count, um, and probably need to go on and got to get some TikTok out there too, at least for a little um, um, publicity, whatever you want to call it, just to get our name out there a little more. Right. Uh, but that's all I had for a news article, and um, I think a a lot's happened over the oh, last. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks. Uh, and uh, this had happened, I think, during our last podcast, but uh, we didn't bring it up. The Titan sub. Oh, no. Merciable. Um, so I guess everybody knows what that was. It was the, surely you've seen the news on it by now. It was the submarine going down to check out the wreckage of the Titanic. And it had five, I guess they were billionaires on there. Paid $250,000 right. to jump up uh, on this up and go down there. Yeah, one of them was definitely considered to be a billionaire. Uh, the other one I, I know was some wealthy um, businessman, I believe. I, I didn't I didn't catch what country he was from, but um, he had his I son think, with him. Yeah, yeah, his 19-year-old son. I think Saudi Arabia is where he was from. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, probably some, I think he was like some oil industry person. Um, but I'm not sure on that. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. We were on a camping trip when it was going on. And I was like really, I was really into it, like following it. Because, yeah. one, you know, the, the guy that wrote the, uh, the movie, the Titanic, uh, what's his freaking name? I can't think of it. Uh, James Cameron. There you go. He's the director. Uh, yeah. Um, whichever one of them put 33 trips down to the Titanic. Oh yeah. He, he's, he was, um, he had no faith in that guy that, that built that sub and was using it to take people down there. He was really, down on that dude yeah well i mean that i read things that said he wanted that movie so is that james cameron that i'm talking about yeah okay so i read some articles that said he was so obsessed with making that movie so dead on spot perfect that he um he took 33 trips in a submersible right down to the titanic so if he was able to do it 33 times, you know, I kind of think these people that just jumped on this boat 
or the sub, they just were like, well, everybody's been down there. It will be okay. I mean, I guess you kind of get faith in something like that. Right. It's kind of like, you know, we're probably on a, there's SpaceX and there's Blue Origin and now there's the um, Virgin Atlantic that all have space tourism right now. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm the kind of guy I wouldn't get on a damn submarine to go to the bottom of my swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like water that much. But now yeah. I'd get on any of these space tourism things to go to the edge of space. Sure. And they've got to be just as dangerous, if not more. I don't know. I guess it's the pressure uh, yeah. that, that you have down there that's so bad. But, you know, it's probably only a matter of time before we have some kind of catastrophe. I hope not from one of the space um, uh, exploration things. And I hope that don't happen because I don't want it to slow down the progress right. of space exploration. Uh, and I think those guys that are doing the space stuff have probably jumped through a few more hoops to get uh, approved by the federal government than um, what this guy did that built this right. submarine. He was he was operating submarine. out in international waters, so he wasn't bound by a lot of the laws or regulations of the some of the countries that are, you know, associated with that. Um, and he's on record, you know, talking to people saying, you know, I just can't. They just take, have too many rules and regulations, or too they take safety, they take it to two extremes, and. It's not that, you know, it's, it's safe, it's safe. And then, then, you know, this happens. So, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I, you, you think those guys either knew him or they felt comfortable with him to give him two, $250,000 to die is basically what they done. Yeah. Uh, now I was following it really closely because uh, again, we were out of town on a camping trip and I was kind of obsessed about it uh, because you think how tragic that could have been if it didn't implode, which they probably knew happened, but they probably didn't know it for but a split second. True. You know what I mean? And then it was probably over. But if, if, if they have just went down there and couldn't get back up, the thought of being in a totally black pitch black submarine with you know, 72 hours of oxygen or whatever it was. And then, I, I mean, you would, I would have, th I would think people would have came apart at the seams. They would have been at each other's throat, blaming yeah. uh, each other. And, and maybe not, maybe they would have come together and tried to do something. You know, when they were first looking, they were listening with sonar and they thought they heard uh, an SOS being tapped out in some metal. Did you hear that? I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently that wasn't it, but uh, that's what they thought. And I mean, right. I think if I had to have had been in that, I would have rather went the way they went than being stuck at the bottom of the ocean, running out True. of oxygen and suffocating in yeah. total darkness. So um, so the thing that I, I've thought, and I think I mentioned it to you, uh, is why is there no video footage of these people? So the way a submersible works versus a submarine, I've done a little research on this. A submarine can power itself 
as far as it can launch from a shore, go out into the ocean, it can dive, it can stay down for multiple days, weeks, or even months, and then it can come back up, it can resurface, and then it can come back to the shore. It has all of the technology to do that. Right. Most submarines are nuclear-powered as well. So there's nuclear reactors on most submarines, basically, to keep them powered so they don't have to fuel up and stuff like that. So what they call a Titan or something that has to be assisted is a submersible. So it can go down, but it has to have assistance to get out to where it needs to go to start its dive. Right. They call that a mothership. So it's on a boat. They take it out to the location they're going to dive, and then they basically launch it. And, and by launching, they just a couple people just push it off the freaking boat. <laughs> and then it starts its diving, and you have some little thrusters to move it around a little bit, but you really can't go anywhere. Yeah. So, and this one was supposed to have had like a. Um, an emergency thing where if, if it got damaged or it lost power, it would immediately resurface. Right. Like it would drop its weight. It just dropped weight off of it. So it would float back to the top. Um, and from what I understand, if it done that, they would have still been stuck on this sub if no one could find it. Right. Because it could only be opened from the outside. So if that had to happen and it came back to the top of the water and because it had no GPS tracking and, and if the electronics had got damaged and they had no way to track this thing, well, they could have been sitting on top of the ocean and ran out of oxygen because they right. still wouldn't have had a way to get oxygen inside the sub. Right. I mean, I, you know, I didn't have $250,000 to go on it. And if I did, I wouldn't have spent <laughs> don't think I would have went on it anyway and not laughing at the scenario that happened. I'm just saying it's not me. Um, I mean, it's crazy. I, I, I don't care for making fun of it. Um, no, but it's me. like I'll do if I were, if I were a millionaire or billionaire, I think I probably would have people that I paid to make sure that I knew, you know, that's really dumb. You could get killed. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, it just, and, and the more you look at it, you know, and everybody keeps bringing up the fact that it was controlled by a uh, PlayStation controller. I mean, I yeah. don't think that's a big deal. I mean, if it was, it was. I mean, most of uh, SpaceX's stuff that goes into space and returns is completely autonomous. There's, you know, there's no way to control it. I mean, they have a pilot on there that can override some stuff, but everything's freaking touchscreen. There's like yeah. one physical button in there. Every, if your computers fail, you're, I guess you're kind of toast in the water there too. So, yeah. um, anyway, I, I think it's weird, and I, I've told you before. I think it's weird that there's no video that shows all of those people loading onto that submersible, the door getting closed, and then it getting launched off. Now maybe. There has to be some video because there was a tweet by um, Abby Jackson, and she was a 22-year-old videographer that worked for OceanGate. She was on the mothership, 
And um, in her tweet, right when they launched the, sh- the, the sub, the mothership moved away from the dive point, and she took her phone and recorded a video and posted it to Twitter, and all you see is her on a boat, like, and then she moves out of the way, and there's like a camera on a tripod set up, and in far, far in the background, you can see the Titan sub before it started making its its um, dive. So okay. I'm assuming they just haven't released that video yet because um, I don't know. Maybe the family just don't want to release it. Maybe OceanGate don't want to release it. I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, there were some conspiracies starting up that hey, these people got us because there's no video of them getting on this sub. They just wanted to disappear. Eh. But now they've already pulled the wreckage of the sub up, and it's, I mean, it's been covered with a sheet, but it looked like a matchbox car just about when they got it out of that block. So um, I guess there's nothing really paranormal or UFOE about that, but it's an interesting um, event. Sure. And um, I, and I'm sorry for the families that it happened to, and um, by no means, I do find the name Ocean Gate to be kind of a strange name. Yeah, because I was about to say something about that because usually anything that has gate at the end is part of a scandal, you know, Watergate and. I don't know what else. There's all kinds of those things. Heaven's that Gate is the first Heaven's thing. Gate, yeah. is Heaven's yeah. Gate. Uh, so, you know, but I think they've pretty much determined that this thing being made out of um, a lot of carbon fiber was majority of the problem with it because uh, carbon fiber just can't, can't do what metal and steel can do. It just can't, um, you know, they say they use a lot of carbon fiber from, something I read that they use a lot of carbon fiber in spacecrafts, mm-hmm. but the, the difference with in space, there's not so much a possibility of an implosion, but more possibility of an explosion. So you use the carbon fiber on the inside of the panels from what I know, and it's flexible mm-hmm. and your pressure is pushing out right. in space and your spacecraft to keep your ves- vessel pressurized so it uh it's a good it's a good fit for a spacecraft so right now i'm just going to put it out there if um something ever happens to me and you hear i was in the bottom of um spa lake in a submarine you know it's horse shit going underwater period right gotcha unless it's you know one of the kids leaves something in the bottom of the swimming pool and I have to go down there and get it or something. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Mm-mm. What all those videos I've seen of other people that's went down there to the Titanic, it's fine with me. Yeah. If I need to see it any closer, I'll put on a virtual reality headset and watch it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get enough. I'll get enough of a thrill out of that. Not quite the thrill to take her. I used to be really big into roller coasters and all that stuff. And it, that shit just kind of terrifies me now for whatever reason. So roller coasters are, yeah, 
I don't, know, used, I don't know if I'd do it now or not. It's crazy. Yeah, I used to love it, man. I, I mean, we, we, me too. And, and just not, I just, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, I guess that's enough about the Titan sub. Condolences to the family. Uh, we're by no way poking fun of anybody. It's a tragic event. And, um, yeah, it just, yeah, it, it just, just sounds. Hopefully in the future, people will make sure all those, there's all the safety uh, things that have been done correctly. Right. Right. Yeah, the, you know, the hoops the, I, mean, I couldn't imagine somebody coming in now and trying to do the same thing, at least not with that same kind of a, of a setup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, and I, and I guess this, this, uh, Titan sub had had, uh, successful dives before. True. Um, I mean, it also had excuse me. It also had dives where it had gotten stuck on the bottom, and then you know it lost power and stuck on the bottom, and they had the you know finally were able to get it back up. Um, so it's not like those, it's unprecedented that it had problems. Were those successful missions manned missions, or were they like autonomous, like remote? I'm not sure. I, I just I read about one that I guess it was a manned mission, and they they went down, and they just they never could actually find the wreckage and that maybe they got stuck. They, they lost power for a while and got stuck on the bottom. And then they, I guess they got it all you know, turned back on and, and were able to get out. But um, that, you know, that would be enough for me right there. I'd be like, Nope, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah. And then and I think before this sub, they actually had another one. I'd seen pictures of it. Um, and it was like a yellow submarine, and it was it had mm-hmm. a different name. I can't remember, but it it had had multiple multiple successful dives, right. um, but it could not go as deep as this sub was supposedly yeah. able to go. Gotcha. Um, now the only conspiracy, whatever you want to call it, about this. Um, is there was an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, Have you heard this? Yeah, I've seen the clip. The Simpsons, um, you know, they're they're well known for predicting the future somewhat. um, um, But basically, Homer had... I haven't seen the episode. I've just seen the... um, the clips of it, I guess, but Homer and his, I know Homer's dad was on the show, but I guess he had found somebody else that was claiming to be his father or whatever. And they were going down to get this treasure out of a sunken ship. And they were in these little tiny personal subs. And as Homer would do, he tried to go under a reef and got stuck. And then all of a sudden it says low oxygen and then it says no oxygen. And of course, Homer's, you know, and yeah, right. Does his thing. And, um, everybody's saying that that was a, um, a prediction of this. I I don't, I don't know. I I do want to watch that episode. I haven't, uh, it aired in 2016 and it was called, Simpson Tide was the name of the show. Gotcha. So, uh, 
hey, watch watch that episode, see what you think. Uh, it is a little sub like that. It's kind of kind of weird, and I, I guess what was uh, they did find treasure, and I don't I don't know how it turned out, but uh, anyway, on to the next topic. Right. Uh, You've probably seen it. Uh, it's the lady on the plane. Oh, yeah. So there was a lady on a plane, and she basically um, had a meltdown and stated that um, that um, she was sitting beside somebody. I don't know. Let's just, I'm going to play the clip. Let's do that. And then yeah. we'll talk about it. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. Now this, it's got, I didn't, I found a, this is a, a it's a beeped version because she cusses quite a bit in this. So there's, it's, this is censored, uh, but you can make out what she's saying. I'm going to play it real quick. We'll go from there. So could you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, okay, she she was she was flipped out for sure. Yeah. So the lady was sitting on the plane. Um, she all of a sudden jumps up before the plane takes off, and she basically says, y'all can stay on this plane if you want to, but I'm telling you right now, this MFR is not real. You can stay on this plane and die with him if you want to, but I'm not going to. So... Then she gets off the plane, Batman. Um, so, um, yeah, the duck. Um, so, what do you think? What do you think? Tell me what your thoughts are on it. I'm, I'm, I need more information, and surely some other people that were on that plane have some v- footage. Because, uh, you know, everybody these days whips their phone out when anything happens. It starts recording it, so surely there's more footage of this from different angles. Um, we got to find out who the guy was supposedly that was in the ch- in the seat next to her. Um, so, they so need to get her on TV. Somebody needs to interview her. It, they're saying they don't even know who she is, right? She doesn't know. Uh, now I did find an article today. Um, I see. Well, it came out on Wednesday, but I just saw it today. Um, that says, is Jenna Wilson really the mystery lady from the plane? And this is from, I don't know, a website called HITC. Hmm. I I don't, you know, I don't know. That's all it really says. It doesn't, um, you know, a lot of people came out after this and said, what, like, well, I was I was the person on the plane. There was two or three people that done TikToks, and they're full of shit. 
I mean, right. they, they were not on that plane. They don't even look like the person. Um, so I guess the number one conspiracy out there that's going on right now is that the person she was sitting beside was a reptilian shapeshifter. Is that what you've been hearing? Okay, I just lost you. Your mic's not working now. I hit the mute okay. button accidentally. Okay. Um, a reptilian ship sh- shape shifter. Ship shifter. Ship shifter. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think about reptilians? You know, um, it's... Hey, anything's plausible these days with all the UFO, UAP stuff going on. Um, you know, who knows? But uh, I, 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 there's got to be more footage out there. There's got to be more information. This this is too interesting. And there's, you know, in the world we live in, there people have got to have that information somewhere. Right. Um, unless, unless they've confiscated all their stuff and, you know, they don't want anybody to see it. And it's all hush hush. Yeah, you know, I. You know, I mean, something obviously um, something obviously affected this woman. Right. Something. But now, now I've also uh, it's also been said that she was intoxicated. So I mean that could have contributed. You know. But then, you know, on TikTok, which that's kind of what the platform that everybody goes to that wants to um, I don't know, tell their story or whatever, but you know, I, there's people on there that said this person was not intoxicated. You know, I, the flight was supposedly in the morning. Um, they were like, I seen her. She wasn't intoxicated. Uh, she got upset and it's supposedly the guy with the, uh, that was sitting beside her had like a green hoodie on pulled down over his head. And, yeah. um, but they can't even find that guy to talk to him. So, you know, I, I don't know. And then I also heard there's a story out there that, um, she lost her AirPods Mm. and she had AirPods in and she lost them and that she was blaming the person sitting beside her for taking them. And that person was just not responding to her. But now there's also, there's also out there that that's not true either. That that's like, no, somebody made that story up. See, until we hear from either her or the person that was sitting beside her or somebody else that was on that flight that also videoed or also. And, and now if they didn't video it, it's hard to believe just their word. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe a flight attendant and they're probably banned from saying anything. Um, but um I think unless we hear from one of those sources, you're pretty much, you're just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. You just, you, there's no way to say anything or do anything. I mean, there's no yeah. way to believe anything. I, I don't want to take her. Um, I mean, I don't want to call her a liar. Something spooked her. She was obviously. Yeah. Upset. Um, and I don't know why we ran straight to, the thing I say, what ran, what caused everybody to immediately say reptilian sh- shapeshifter? Right. What 
what caused everybody to go right that route? Did yeah. somebody else see something else? That's that's what I'm saying. There's got to be other people out there that have got information. Um. So I don't know. You know, I, I she was spooked. Um. The reptilian conspiracy theory has been out there for about as long as I can remember. I mean, right. I've heard that since I was a kid. Um, you know, there's even um, a lot of, I used to, I really loved, uh, and, I, and I still do, I just don't have the history channel anymore. I liked uh, the show Ancient Aliens. Yeah. And there's a whole, uh, basically a story, you know, uh, and a lot of it is like the, um, some of the older carvings they found in um, different parts of the world have like what looks like a lizard head and it looks like it has a helmet on. Right. And then there's others that look like uh, there's one carved out that I saw that is like a basically a uh, female body, but it has a lizard head or a reptilian head. And it's holding a baby, and the the body still looks human, but the body is nursing on the the baby is nursing on this half alien, and this is stuff that tourists can go look at now. Sure. So that's stuff carved back, you know, thousands of years ago. That why would they carve something like that? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, is there something to it? Um, and I mean, a lot of this, uh, a lot of these are in Egyptian pyramids. Uh, they almost look like they've got an alligator head. They're holding that little, uh, some of them that I've seen when I Google image it is like, they're holding that cross. It's like a cross, but it's got a circle on top of it. What's an honk? Yeah. What, 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 what is that? It's called an honk. A-N-H-K, I believe. Or A-H-N-K. I'll have to look it up real quick, but. And what is its um, what is its um, it's something Egyptian, correct? Yeah, it was like well, yeah, it was a symbol that they used a lot. It was kind of a religious symbol, um, just like right, here, yeah. It says the Ankh is the key of life in the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics symbol. Right. Okay, so it, it showed most of those. Um, most of those that are like half lizard, half human are holding that onk. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, there's a lot out there about it. I didn't want to turn it straight into a, um, go straight from her straight to reptilians. I think, though, I think she's got to be found. She's got to be interviewed. If I can find her, we're going to interview her. We'll put there her live go. on her. We're going to interview her. Track her um, down and say, Hey, tell your story. I mean, I do believe, and I mean, if you look at her pictures close up, I don't, I don't know that she looks intoxicated. She looks like she's crying. Yeah. Um, but something upset her. So obviously she looks like she's crying. She didn't. And, the, and, and to be, there's a difference in, having a few drinks and being intoxicated. Right. 
She wasn't unsteady on her feet. She didn't look like she was walking fine. She wasn't stumbling. Um, and who knows? It could have just been somebody sitting beside her that just said some off the wall comment that struck her the wrong way that day. I don't know. Sure. Could have. I don't know. Missed her medication that morning. It could have been anything. Um, but what I find weird is if you just look up on DuckDuckGo or whatever, if you just want to look up anything about reptilians, I mean, the conspiracies are there, man. I mean, people, there are people that think all of the hierarchy, are, the government officials, however you say that, are all alien, are all freaking lizards yeah a little lizard beat well i, I mean you, you maybe these aliens these uaps the ufos whatever they're not coming from outer space maybe these are the leftovers of some you know ancient civilization you know we even talked uh, one of our earlier shows we talked about um you know the the uh first admiral bird that flew over into you know, Antarctica, and then he said he, he came to this place where it opened up and there were like green fields and there was elephants and, you know, animals and they were, you know, they were captured briefly and they spoke with some, um, uh, he didn't call them aliens, but some people that um, obviously had lots more technology than we did. Um, so, who, I mean, who knows? This is all, we've got to get some, this could all be tied together just like, you know, the dude's rug. I mean, we need to tie this together. <laughs> Very true. And, you know, um, now it's like, and we, we're going to have to do uh, a story on, uh, or we're going to have to talk about AI or um, simulation. I mean, we had a show on AI, but so much has changed since we had that show. Yeah. Since we done our uh, podcast on simula on, on AI, but simulation theory is out there, and now the the fact that there's so many people coming out talking about different dimensions, which could spl- explain a whole lot of stuff. I mean, it could even almost explain the spiritual world. Yeah, because it could just be a dimension that's right next to us, and somebody's found a way to break through it. Right, you know, and that—that's uh, part of some of the stuff I read about these reptilians, is that they're in a higher dimension than us, and they're basically us that has evolved, an evolved species, and but they they live in a different dimension, but some of them visit this dimension uh, because they found a way to cross over. You know, then that's a whole nother topic we open up because then you start looking into portals and how awesome portals are. Um, you know, there's even, um, and I did not do my research on this, so I, I, my bad, I just started on it tonight. Um, but I did find some stuff that a reptilian species is somewhat referred to in the Bible. Hmm. I and heard that he, and even into the point that um, when you even go to the story of Adam and Eve, was it a snake or was it a rep- reptilian humanoid that convinced her 
to eat the apple. Um, you know, there is um, things in the Bible I read that are that, that, that I, I, looking this up that says, ask the animals and they will teach you or the birds in the sky and they will tell you. Uh, kind of saying you can speak to animals I mean, I mean I don't know I don't I don't have all of that info and I wish I'd have had a little more time to research that but I was yeah. listening to another podcast um, I got this from um, I'm gonna name drop them because there's some good guys uh, but theories of the third kind uh, this week and uh, they have a great podcast if you haven't listened to it check them out um, and they they actually uh, give the um, the Bible verse, I think, that, that talks in. They also said that the Quran uh, somewhat mentions uh, a species, a different species than ours um, that were humanoid-like, but reptilian in appearance. So, um, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but, um, that also <sighs> talking, and I, I don't want to get into different dimensions, but saying that the reptilians live in a different dimension is also <sighs> the way a guy I heard or explain it. And I don't know who it was. He said, Every religion on in earth basically talks about another place that we live once we're gone that's not here, not this physical earth. Is that just another dimension? Right. You transition into another dimension, which would explain a lot of paranormal, you know, a lot of things. I, I don't know. That's a whole different story, but uh, I found that pretty cool to read uh, interesting thing that's kind of close to our area I thought is Anthony Quinn Warner you remember that name not right off the hand right off the top of my head it's he not. is the uh, Nashville Christmas Day bomber on 2nd Avenue oh okay now he set the bomb off and uh, in the van and he had like uh what was the song he had playing downtown? Do you yeah. remember how bizarre that bombing was? Right. And it it got uh it didn't get the attention I feel that it deserves because um something else in the world was going on that kind of took away from it and I can't remember exactly what that was. But um basically he took a van and um, parked it on 2nd Avenue right in front of the AT&T building. And over a loudspeaker, started playing the song Downtown. Uh, I don't know who sings that song, but it's a really old song. Um, who sings that? Uh... It's from 1964 by 
Padula Clark. Padula Clark. Padula, Padula Clark, yeah. And uh, she wrote that song in 1954. So they started playing that song. And then immediately, and this this comes into reptilians, um, it was followed by a message saying, please evacuate the area. <clears throat> and, it, and it just kept saying, evacuate the area. Um, an explosion is going to happen. Evacuate the area. So this guy looks like his intention wasn't to hurt anyone. So part of his notes and stuff when they raided his house and found everything was he believed that a reptilian species was taking over the world. Yeah. That was his belief. And he believed that um, 5G technology was going to somehow um, <laughs> make these shape-shifting reptilian creatures uh become world dominant because of the 5G technology. That was the purpose in bombing AT&T. Now, I remember here, I didn't have a cell phone for a few days because I'm AT&T. Didn't have a cell phone for a few days. And then a lot of people in this area that had AT&T for internet lost internet for several days. I remember even in this area, uh, stores were closed because they couldn't run their, their POS systems because their internet was down. Right. Um, so, uh, his big thing was that, uh, aliens, these shape-shifting reptilians are basically, they look like humans and they're, they're so infiltrated into our government that they're already taken over and we don't know. It's a good thing he's not here to see that new um, Marvel TV show, Secret Invasion. <laughs> he would get all freaked out by that. Shape-shifting like alien that. reptilians. So Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet either, but it, it's on my watch list for sure. You know, the thing is, those, those they're called the Skrulls, and those were created in like 1961 or 62 by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee and they were, you know, little green men with big ears and they could, they could change shapes. So this is going back to there. I don't know if they were, you know, tapping into that reptilian theory or not, or if that was just something they came up with, but you know, it is, it's kind of an interesting, um, interesting side note anyway. Well, like I said before, I heard, I've, I've said it before on this podcast that, um, I've always heard that they, and I mean they, the people that know, release information to movie directors and writers to soften the blow. <laughs> it comes. Put it in the movies, and then when it comes, I mean, I, I think I've told you before, in the, in the mid-90s, Captain Picard was looking at an iPad every yeah, time he true. got it. And yeah. Now we've all got a phone or an iPad or something. It's basically yeah. the same thing. Just waiting for them damn replicators so it can save me some money on food and beverages. Right. All right, so... The tea, hot Earl Grey, it'll be, uh, what, beer, cold, Michelob Ultra? So. That's right. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm having today. I'm back on the Michelob Ultra. You got anything... I don't have a thing. I do not have a thing. But, you know, if 
once again, if Killian's Irish Red is out there listening, you know, we'll uh, we'll promote you. We'll plug your beer. Just give know. us a lifetime supply, and we'll uh, celebrate. Yeah. All right. So basically, that was that was what I had on her. We will do our best to try to find her name. I had that name, but at anything you see that anybody's come on TikTok and said that they were on that plane, most of that has been proven to be fake at this point. Right. Yeah. So, um, um, I, I think uh, sort of along the same lines, but this last week, in the past week, we've had that Tennessee congressman, um, Tim Burchett or Burkett, was um, interviewed. And he had some pretty strong words about, you know, he's seen the evidence with the aliens and that they could, that he believes it's real. They need to, they need to disclose it. They need to come on out and tell everybody about it because um, they're way advanced. They're far advanced from us. They could, you know, they could take us out at any time. And obviously they don't want to, or they already would have done it. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it was real interesting. Uh, and he's a, he's a Republican. You don't normally think of Republicans as going in for that sort of thing, but then again, maybe maybe they do. I, I don't know. No, I don't know. You got Marco Rubio on that train, also. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Rubio, Burkett, uh, Chuck Schumer, the Democrat in the Senate. He's trying to pass a law that would um, allow them to go ahead and disclose that information. Um, you know. Um, I, I, I think if we're ever going to find anything out, now's the time. We're going to hear it. And I'm, I, I I'm hoping. I, I don't know if it'll change. I mean, will it will it change anything day to day? I don't think so. But it, if it's true and there's something to this, I mean, it does. It is a profound change in our, you know, how we have to think about our place on the earth and in the, in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also the, um, since we just hit touch politics and then I'm, I'm, I'm we're going to wrap it up, but I, there was also the Alabama or the Georgia, uh, GOP district chair, um, <laughs> that believed that the world was flat. Right. Um, her name's Candace Taylor. Yeah. And she has a podcast called Jesus guns and babies. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, apparently her discussion, you know, she went out, she said, um, the, the earth is flat and that, uh, it was crazy. If you listen yeah. to the whole thing, that, uh, well, what I found out is there's two, there's two videos. One is a comedian that looks quite a bit similar to that lady. And she's saying all this stuff about, well, the earth is flat. And, you know, it, uh, of course, day and night happens when God just comes in and flips the earth over. And I mean, she says all kinds of stuff. She takes it really way, way further than that. But then if you watch the, the real video of this of this uh, Republican chairwoman, she's talking and she's like, well, she said all these things and they're just absolutely not true. Of course, the earth is flat. And blah, I mean, she just goes in and it's like she basically says almost the same thing, you know, but uh, it was pretty okay. funny when you when you when you look at the whole thing. But, yeah, there's a that's that's the world we live in today. I mean, people are, um, you know they're picking their own truth. That's for sure. Well, I, I, oh, one thing I'll do is I'll try to put in our show notes, the um, eerie recording that was played by um, 
Warner, the 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 Christmas Day Bomber in Nashville, because mm-hmm. it is so freaking creepy. It yeah. reminds me of the episode of The Walking Dead when um, Negan has Daryl hostage, and he's and there. Uh, it's when Negan has that big compound and before he becomes. The and they just blast in that music into into uh, Daryl's cell. Right. It sounds very eerily symbol similar to that. Gotcha. So um, I'll put a link of it. Uh, the podcast uh, patternsfullpodcast.com and click on the show notes link at the top. I'm just trying to put everything there now. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll see the episodes listed, and then you just click on the links from there and see where we're going. So. So I guess this is the the point where I just say, what's your belief on this lady and on reptilians? Um, I'm going to have to hold out judgment on her. Um, I, I've got to see more information. I, and I'm not sure about the reptilians, although, like I said, if maybe these um, all these this disclosure that's coming up, that's that's what they are. I mean, if they're if they're like us or not like us, they've got to be. Uh, you know, there's probably some similarities, but they may not be exactly what we think they're going to be. Right. Uh, so I guess I'm along the same boat as you on that. Um, I do think that something freaked her out. Something freaked her out. And I don't think it was like a freaking spider crawling on her arm. I think it was something. Yeah. Uh now, could that have just been a comment? I mean, you know, for all we know, the guy sitting beside her said, I'm going to blow this fucker up. Right. Yeah. I mean, that would have freaked me out. Yeah. I got yeah. off the deck. So, you know, it could have been, it could have been something that simple or it, it, and maybe something else happened. I don't know. But, um, yes, I, I, I do. I do think there's something with her. I would love to hear her story. Um, But when it comes to the actual reptilians, I have to say that I just really need to, like, I I almost got to see, see it to believe it. Right. Um, I'm not saying that I'm totally, totally, no, I don't believe that. But I mean, there is some, some um, the Egyptian Egyptians having that stuff carved makes me put some belief into some of it. But you know, you see these videos with on uh, YouTube and different places like that that people has tried to show people's face shifting and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of that I, is just a a camera glitch, a digital glitch. Right. Uh, uh, but I'm not going to rule it out. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very skeptical of this one uh, and think that, eh, but hey, who knows? It, it, it may be, and, and if it is, just freaking tell us, dude. It's just time that we know what the hell's going on. Keeping everybody in the dark is just not... Yeah. It's just not cool anymore. Full disclosure. That's what we need. Yeah. I want to know it. about the aliens. You know, I've, I've watched today. I bet I watched uh, 
a couple videos on the, a guy uh, that was supposedly involved in Roswell stuff. And I mean, that's obviously a cover up. I mean, it's definitely a cover up. Um, I'll always believe that. And um, I, I, I there's no, no changing my mind on it. So, gotcha. uh, but anyway, uh, let me hit up our, um, uh, thanks everybody for the downloads that you've got. Remember to like, subscribe, and give us a five star review, whether you like us or not, dude. Share it, give man. Us one. Share it out there. Share it, share it. We need to share, share, share. I need to get this podcast out there a little more. Um, I'm going to give you an overview of what uh, countries, and this is not 100% accurate because if I look at um, if I look at like uh, what we use as a platform, which we use uh, Podbean, and it gives me some statistics, but if I log into Apple or Spotify, I mean, it shows me greater numbers than Podbean does. So I don't know if it doesn't collect all the data correctly or what, but uh, we've got some solid listeners out there. Uh, the United States is coming in as number one, uh, but the UK is pretty close behind. Canada's right there. You know, I'm proud of this, but we keep getting every episode we get a download or five from Taiwan. Wow. So I'm 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 pretty cool. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. Uh, that's kind of our our top top downloads for the last month. I'm, I'm not going all the way back. I'm just giving you. Um, actually, those are just basically. Um, July statistics. Um, if I go back just a couple more weeks, we had Spain and Turkey was in there as well. Uh, and I'll hit us up on the states. Um, our states over the last number one was Washington, California, Georgia, Kentucky. New Jersey, New York, Virginia, Arizona, and Oregon, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Oklahoma, Massachusetts, Idaho, Florida, and Tennessee. Wow. So, you all, and that was just, that's just like a two-week period right there. So, we appreciate y'all. Keep listening. And um, come on, somebody. We've, tr- we've tried to set up a couple interviews. Both of them have fell through. If you've got anything to talk about, email us, the pattern is full podcast at gmail.com. We would love to have you on. If you can't make our normal recording time, we'll record a different time. Uh, we want to interview some people. Um, I don't know. That's about all yeah, I've got, man. Yeah. That's sounds sounds like um, that's about it. I I agree on all that, and love to find somebody that's um, interested in coming on and talking about some of the experiences you may have or your thoughts on these these uh, these issues yeah. that we're talking about. Or if you are a reptilian, <laughs> or have a loved one that is a reptilian, or a family right. member, right. or a friend, and you want to come on and reveal yourself. On this podcast, I mean, we can do it 
video and we're here for you and you can shape shift right here on video and um we'll let everybody see it i mean if that's the way you want to you know come public so hey just throwing it out there so give us an interview with somebody uh if you got anything you want to say uh, and you don't want to actually come on live, send us a um, send us a video clip via email or social media. Yeah. Or an audio, clip. Social media. audio clip, yeah, audio clip. Just send it. We'll play it on the podcast, um, and uh, we'd be glad to hear just your thoughts on some of this stuff. Um, but anyway, we appreciate the listeners, and uh, we'll be back in roughly two weeks and two days. I don't know. I got that from uh, there was some game ho- game show host that used to say, "I'll be back in two and two, just two right. minutes and two minutes." So we're back in two and two, which is two weeks and two days. So, uh, so I guess we'll wrap it up. And uh, Pattern Fool is going to be signing off. Yep. Peace out. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to The Pattern is Full, where we explore the unknown and mysterious phenomenon of our world. We hope you enjoyed this episode and your mind has been opened to the hidden patterns in this universe. Be sure to tune in next time as we dive deeper into the unknown. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Your support helps us continue to uncover the mysteries of our world. Until next time, keep an open mind and keep searching for the patterns in our world. The Pattern is Full is signing off.